0: Hello, and welcome back to the No Limits Podcast with Email Vacherin. I'm your host, Elizabeth Dahan, and today we are going to be discussing Martin Luther King Jr. and voting rights. So, happy Martin Luther King Day. Today is the day that we celebrate his legacy and everything that he did for moving civil rights and human rights forward. Um, Here we are almost, you know, more than 50 years after the Voting Rights Act of 1965 was passed. And unfortunately, we're still fighting for voting rights in America, which is an absolutely unbelievable and ridiculous statement to even have to make in 2022. But here we are. Right? So since 2021 um 440 pieces of legislation have been 440 pieces of legislation have been introduced by republicans to suppress voting rights this has happened in 49 out of 50 states right and all of this started because of the election in 2020 when our former president falsely claimed that there was widespread voter fraud across the country and that's why he had won the election. It has been debunked um, not only just because he did lose the election but also because voter fraud is not something that is widely spread. Most people are not falsifying voting records. Most people are not voting more than once. It's not something that is happening and if it does happen it's very minuscule. Um, But because of support and for hopes that, I don't know, somehow they will give favor, um, Republicans have taken these things and they've just ran with it. So all over the country, they have been working on drafting legislation to stop people from voting, such as stripping voting records of thousands of records of people, depending on whether or not they moved, depending on so many different things. There has been gerrymandering, which is when they draft residential lines and change them based on demographics. Um, And here we are, right, so many years later, claiming to respect and honor the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr when in actuality, we don't respect him, right? It is just lip service. We are doing everything in our power to make sure that what he fought for and died for is essentially going to die with him almost. Um, And I think that if there was anything that came out of, if there was any positivity that came out of the last 4 years or the the administration of president trump was that so many people were suddenly passionate about not only politics but literally about what was happening within the country and it garnered a lot of negativity yes but people were passionate right people were voting in midterm elections and i understand that it's not easy and sometimes it can be very discouraging and very difficult to remain passionate and just to remain fighting all the time, I get that. Um, But I think one of the ways in which our rights are constantly stripped from us is because we're not aware of what's happening. So I wonder how many people even knew that there was a vote this week for voting rights. And unfortunately, it did not garner enough support So now here we are when millions of people will probably literally lose the right to vote and they might not even realize that until they go to vote this fall in the midterm elections. And this is one of the reasons why these bills are often introduced in between general elections because the attention is on who will be president and who will be vice president. But people really drop off in caring during midterm elections, right? So I just want to give a little bit more information about what exactly we're fighting for. Um, On January 14th, the House, that means the House of Representatives, passed the Freedom to Vote John R. Lewis Act, which is to defend free elections and the right to vote. Not one Republican voted in favor of the bill. As a kid growing up, I always thought that your representative was your, literally your representative in Congress, meaning that they just voted like how their constituents wanted them to vote. So it's always mind boggling to me that we elect people that don't do what it is that we elected them to do. They vote based on party lines. They vote based on how they are lobbied. They vote based on everything other than what their constituents are literally asking them to do. But not one Republican voted in favor of this bill last week. The Senate is split 50-50 along party lines, and it lacks the Democratic support to make an exception to the filibuster in order to pass the bill. And two of the senators who are most complicit in restricting the protection of voting rights are Kristen Cinema from Arizona and Joe Manchin from West Virginia. If you do a quick Google search, you will see that these two in particular have literally been holding up almost everything. Um, that's all I must say on that. So a little bit more about the Freedom to Vote John R. Lewis Act. It would create a national holiday on Election Day, which means people would then have the day off. One of the biggest hiccups to people voting is that a lot of jobs don't give people the required time off. A lot of people don't know that technically your job is supposed to give you about two hours to vote, if not more. Um, But a lot of times people get to the line and they're online for longer than two hours. So the Freedom to Vote John R. Lewis Act would make Election Day a national holiday. It would create a national standard for voter identification um, instead of just the haphazard way that every state or maybe even every district checks voter identification. This would make it standard across the country. It would crack down on long voting lines. It would allow online automatic and same-day voter registration. It would expand mail-in voting, and it would mandate states offer a minimum of 15 days of early voting, including at least two weekends. It would also reduce unnecessary and egregious voter roll purging. It would outlaw the partisan gerrymandering of redistricting maps. It would overhaul campaign finance reform, and make it a federal crime to harass or threaten election officials it would restore and strengthen part of the voting right act the voting rights act of 1965 certain portions of which were gutted by the supreme court rulings in both 2013 and 2021. um so once you understand what exactly the act would do you understand exactly why republicans wouldn't vote for it because they would literally be voting for something that they are doing the exact opposite in their states many of the things that this act would protect or would you know cause to happen um, are many of the things that they are actively working to keep or to start such as gerrymandering um you know, limiting online automatic and same-day voter registration, limiting mail-in voting, right? Um, I am a registered voter in the state of Florida. I've never actually voted in person. Um, And I have been voting since I was 18. Um, So I am actively very concerned that I will have a difficult time voting because of all of the new laws that have gone into place Um, And even more importantly, the right to vote is something that is protected within the constitution. One of the things that people love to talk about is this very weird worship that we have of the constitution, like it's a person or a deity. But I also find it very interesting that when it suits people, they're quick to forget what the constitution holds most dear. And granted, when the Constitution was written, I, as a Black woman, wouldn't have had the right to vote. I wouldn't have had any rights. But we've amended the Constitution, hence the reason we have amendments. Um, So I think it's very interesting that the people who are sworn to most uphold the laws are the same people who are doing everything within their power to destroy them. Right? This is exactly what Dr. Martin Luther King was fighting for. And it's exactly what we need to keep fighting for. Um, And I want to share information like this on my podcast because this is one of the reasons how and why that these things are able to take place. Because not enough people know this information and they don't find out until it's too late. Not enough people are fighting and calling their senators, calling their representatives and being like, what is happening? Right? If you work for us because you do, then why are you not doing the job that you were hired to do? And today, as we are supposed to honor and remember this man who literally died and was killed fighting for what he believed in, all we're really doing is lip service. Um, You know, Martin Luther King, his children have been very clear and adamant that on his death, he was actually like the number one most hated man in America. It's only after his death now that we have this sudden reverence for him. But if we don't honor, if we don't protect, not only the legacy of a person by what they did, but also by what we do moving forward then what is the point, right? He was more than just someone who gave speeches. How many of us as children were just taught that I have a dream speech? He was more than a great orator. He was somebody that was really fighting for these rights. And it's so painful to me to know that in this day and age, when we should be fighting and working against so many other issues, we are still here fighting about something that had already been addressed right um to me it's really heartbreaking i think it's very disrespectful to not only dr martin luther king jr but all of the people that fought with him um you know john r lewis who the act is named for all of the people the unnamed people that were marching were sitting were protesting um it's an insult on so many different levels and it's an insult to us the constituents right the people who are hoping and fighting for a better world for our children but in actuality that is not happening um so what can we do right what can we do to stop this from happening? What can we do to fight this? You can call your senators, right? You can call them and ask them and tell them that you want them to pass the Freedom to Vote Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act. Not only that, but you can make your voice known in the polls, right? So if you're not doing what I, I voted for you to do, then you need to not have your job. That is a very big thing that we can do. People should not be able to hold office if they are not holding the office to the standard that they need to hold it to. You can go and sign the deliverforvotingrights.com. It's a move on petition, which is aimed to protect our fundamental rights that Dr. Martin Luther King fought for. Um, and you can also visit mlkdayactions.org.org. Uh, And find an event for today in your area, or you can host your own. Um, And also just find ways in which we can begin to really know the truth and understand the history. Um, So much of our history is not only whitewashed, but completely erased. Um, I've been, you know, on social media a lot this weekend, and one of the things they mentioned was that all of the photos we see of Do- Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. are in black and white. And it makes it seem like this happened so long ago. But it it didn't, right? He would have been in his 90s. Um meaning he was a contemporary of Betty White who just passed away last year Um, and he was also a contemporary of Anne Frank right? but the way that it's depicted it makes it seem like one was so much longer than the other that is by design Um, but the truth is that we're more closely aligned to what was happening in 1965 than we are from it. Um, so as you're going about your day today, as you're remembering him, as you're honoring him, try and remember what he stood for, what he fought for. No, he was not a perfect man. Nobody is. Um, but that legacy and that fight and that drive should be something that we can all strive for, right? He saw something that was so egregious and he couldn't stand by and not say anything or do anything. That is a legacy and a lesson that we can all strive for. Um. So I wish you well today and on all days. I wish you safety, stay safe. And have a beautiful rest of your day. Don't forget to subscribe.